nice that there's some free food here, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Did you get Did you get any pizza? Uh, not yet. I just arrived. Sure, so I will give you a ticket after. After. So, so what's your service and what do you do? So our service is. Uh, GBC family, I hope you're all doing well and enjoying the summer so far. If you don't have classes, well, that's great. But if you do, I really hope that you get to kind of go out and enjoy the summer weather as well. So today we have something a little different planned for you. I have Claire, our producer, with me here today. So Claire, do you want to explain what we're doing today? Yes. So hi, everyone. Um, I found out that there were service fairs happening on three of the campuses last week at George Brown. And so I kind of like I've been to a service fair before and I know it's a really lively place and it was a place to capture all of the George Brown services. So I wanted to go there um, and just record it all. So I went there with a portable recording device. I walked around to a bunch of tables and talked to different people face to face to capture that ambience and the energy of student life and all the friendly people on campus who are there to help you through your time at college. Amazing. That sounds very cool. Yeah, I think I always say that like service fairs are kind of like an intensified little version of an orientation week to introduce the students for, uh, to like the services that we have at the school if they have missed the orientation days and they don't really know what are the services that are available to them. So yeah, what was it like there? Like what was the atmosphere like? What were people doing in general? Yeah, so as you know, you've been to service fairs before. Um, it is very lively, um, pretty loud, <laughs> but um, luckily the device <laughs> I had um, had a, a bit of a directional mic to capture the people I was talking to, what they were saying. And there were tables there like um, awards and scholarships, the career services, the library, um, lots more. And so I went around and just um, asked them questions. There was some free pizza, free swag. The one that I went to was at St. James campus and it was located in the chef school building at 300 Adelaide street this year. So yeah, why don't we uh, get started and I'll, I'll just play you a clip of it and then we can talk about that. Okay, so what does, what does Peer Mentor Plus do? So Peer Mentor Plus, we offer uh, mental health support for the students. So students are struggling with assignments, if they want to talk to someone about whatever they want to talk about, they just uh, join the, the queue. So they just scan this, this QR code that we have here in our car, or they just go to the GBC website, or they can type like George Brown, Peer Mentor Plus on Google or whatever. Or the Instagram. Or the Instagram, yeah. So then they just find our page and then join the queue and can talk to someone online from Monday to Friday, 10 to 3. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they can choose the topic. I really like that part that she talks about all the different things that students can talk to her about or, and the other peer mentors about through this online chat. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know, like, when I was listening to it, I was thinking that I definitely know a lot of people that could benefit from this like I remember a while ago my friend was actually telling me like we had this assignment that was like very challenging and she was telling me that a lot of our classmates have reached out to her to just ask for like her support and just like ask not like to do their assignment of course but just like to give their uh, give her opinion about uh, the assignment or kind of just brainstorm ideas with them and she was like, I'm very happy to do it. But, you know, like it's two people, three people, and it's getting more and more. And I don't know if I have time for all of those people, although I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is like a great opportunity. These are like other students that can definitely like brainstorm with you. They can like go through your assignment if it's a group project or whatever. 
and kind of help you with that. Or if you have like just general questions about anything, like she was saying, like if you just want to talk about, I don't know, anything random, like you have watched a movie and you're stressed or whatever, you just want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that if the question, if the students' questions get a bit more on the academic side, like needing help with assignments, these peer mentors might refer them to the tutoring learning center as well, because there are services for that specifically. But um, but yeah. it is nice that the peer mentors are also just kind of, yeah, like you said, like a general other student to go to to talk um, more generally about other things in life. Um, or, or yeah, just the stress, like just be like, oh gosh, it's so stressful to be doing all these assignments right now. How do I deal with this stress? That kind of thing. Yeah. Have you, have you ever interacted with the peer mentors? Uh, I have not. I actually just recently, a while ago, learned about the service. I assumed when I first initially heard about it, that you have to go there and talk to them, but then they are online over teams. So like we all have access to teams. So you can just like message them and talk to them, which is great. Yeah. Monday to Friday, 10 to 3, I think she said. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's that's great. And then I talked to awards and scholarships um, with a nice person named Julius, although we did just do an episode on awards. So I felt like I kind of already knew everything that he was saying, (laughs) but uh, he gave me a ticket to get pizza. So that was fun. Good. Um, <laughs> and if you're listening and you're like, but what did he say about awards and scholarships? You should just go listen to our awards and scholarships episode because it gives all the details, like way more information than the brief chat that I had with him. And then I, to- I spoke to Natalie from Career Services. And she talked about other ways that you can get peer support from other students. But Mm -hmm. in in career services, the peer support is for looking over your resume. Uh, So our career uh, peer coaches, they help students with resumes, cover letters and LinkedIn. um, And they help promote at events like this. Um, And then the career advisors um, can also help with resume uh, if needed, uh, especially that next level of support for more complicated questions that maybe they wouldn't know how to answer. Uh, It's very good that they have peer coaches. Like if you're initially stressed and you don't want to actually talk to a career advisor, you can start with them. But then they have career advisors that are actually like, it's like going to a session where you, they're actually very expensive, to be honest, if you want to go outside and get a career advisor, but you have access to it for free. So it's like a session and you go and uh, it's a counseling session. So you can ask them questions. Like if you want to do an interview, they said that they have tools to actually help you prepare for your uh, interview with the help of AI as well. And um There are different things that they do. So uh, it's definitely a great opportunity. And again, these things are very expensive. So definitely take advantage of it. And they have uh, their Instagram, which they mentioned, careers.gbc. They have highlight of jobs that they have, tips and tricks and other events. And I've noticed recently, I was looking at their posts very recently. It's actually very interesting. Like the jobs are not like random jobs. There are jobs that a lot of our students from George Rowan can definitely apply to and get like jobs after graduation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They're always posting jobs on their Instagram. So people should definitely follow them. Um, and we will put their Instagram link in the show notes. And then my, my conversation with the library services was probably the longest one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think one of the most immediately helpful things that I noticed was that they lend out equipment um, at the library to students for free. So yeah. you can get tablets, computers, like portable Wi-Fi devices. Also, they have wireless printing, so you can send something to print from your house or your apartment or whatever um, to the library printer. So when you show up on campus, it's ready for you. Um, which is really nice if you don't have a printer at home. Uh, yeah, I'm Marlene. I work at the library, and right now we're just uh, showcasing to students at this orientation um, most of the stuff that students can come and borrow at the library. And it's not just books, they can borrow equipment such as MacBooks, they can uh, borrow PCs for seven days. There's two renewals, and then after that, they just have to bring it back to the library and get another one. Uh, they can also get MiFi's for Wi-Fi access. And they also talked about research help as well. Uh, they can actually email the library, and they can actually, you know, ask any information, any question. It could be research, it could be college-related. But you're not a chat TV. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, we actually had that. Uh, so we do have, like research classes like my program is like we have five research courses and stuff so at the beginning of the program they actually invited one librarian to come to our class online and they explained about like how we can access these resources they have people that are actually live there all the time i mean not all the time there are specific hours but they're available during a lot of hours of the day so you can just message them and be like i have this research um course and I have to do this assignment you can just ask them general questions about like how they can help you with doing it and they said also in the as you were talking to them I heard that they were saying that they have databases that are uh, related to your program specifically because different programs they do different kind of research so they're going to be helping you um, depending on like the type of program that you are in so that I think is very helpful yeah yeah um, and I, when I was talking to her I was kind of trying to like almost get her to say <laughs> that um, the library is more valuable than um, just like typing a question into chat GPT because I know we're all scared of this like AI takeover yeah. of the world. So I was like, but there's got to be value in the librarians themselves, right? And I think it was like, the answer is yes. I mean, having someone in person, I mean, like an actual person responding is that they'll know more what's going on. Like if a student has a specific question related to, uh, you know, trying to get access to their textbooks, an e-textbook, ChatGPT is not going to know that, right? At least we can actually, you know, provide them or refer them to someone that they can talk to. So like in our case, we get some students that have e-text, they may not know how to use their uh, access code or may not get one. So they'll have to contact the GBC bookstore in that situation. Or if they're looking for a textbook and they don't know where to get it, we can actually provide them, you know, information and say, okay, well, you can actually get it at the GBC bookstore, or we may have a copy for you to borrow. And those research databases that are designed specifically for George Brown courses, that's valuable. And that's been designed by the librarians who also like, they talk to the professors in those courses, right? So there, this is like, there's a yeah. clear relationship between the George Brown Library Services and the and the actual professors. I think there's definitely a lot of value in sure. using the George Brown Library. Yeah, definitely.
And then I spoke with Jolene May. She runs the Indigenous Mentorship Program, which is now run through Student Life. And she was talking about how excited she is for the mentors and mentees coming up. We match senior students with first-year Indigenous students to create like a buddy system or a sense of community just so they have someone they can reach out to while they're here. Maybe some of them are from left home and so they don't really know anybody in Toronto. So it's basically just helping create a network and supporting one another. I plan some events. We have weekly, I mean monthly check-ins and weekly check-ins with the mentor. And then I kind of mentor all of them and just support them through their journey at George Brown. And yeah, we also spoke to BSSN. Okay, so I am Olu. I'm the community ambassador at BSSN. And basically at BSSN, we'll offer academic and career support for black students. We do counseling, we do tutoring, information and referral, mentorship, and we also have a social engagement. We actually have a dedicated academic and career advisor in person of Delia Jackson who students can meet for academic advice, career advice, let's say interview preparation, resume upgrade and everything like that. You want to change a course or something, she's the best person you can meet for that. And the social engagement, you get to network, you get to meet other students like the drop-in sessions that we do, the talking circles, you get to meet other people, you get to say out your mind, speak what you're going through so you can get help where you need it basically. They have IG, Instagram, TikTok, and I think they mentioned they have email subscription as well. Like they post about their... Yeah, they have a newsletter. Okay. Yeah, I think it's uh, very great. Like I, I've been like, as I was listening, I noticed a lot of these programs have actually different ways of connecting students to other students to their peers. However, like if it's the Peer Mentor Plus a program or BSSN or the Indigenous Student Support that you just talked about, yeah. I think it's great because, you know, like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of students or like a lot of us when we're just like in the real world and not in the school, like it's very hard to meet new people and actually make friends that become like your actual friends and you're in touch with them for years. But in the school, like when you have all these opportunities, you have like all of these people trying to connect you for free because just they're nice people. That's great. Like, why not take advantage of it? Meet and more people, especially like if they are in your community, if they're like, if you're a black student and you're in BSSN, why not like meet other black students or um, peer mentor plus that's just like for any student. So yeah, I think these are just like great opportunities and everybody should take advantage of it. And then there was the Huskies. We were talking about the sort of difference between varsity sports and intramural sports. So we've come to the conclusion that the difference is that um, <laughs> intramural, there's there's intramural, which is like you can go join a fun for fun team, a recreational team um, on campus and compete within the college. And then there's yeah. extramural where you join a team and you compete in a one day big tournament with other colleges. And then there's varsity, which is like the college team that, that has a full season of games and competes for a season with other colleges across Ontario. So that varsity is kind of like the most competitive, I think. 
Yeah, so I mean, um, through the year we run a variety of different events, everything from varsity game days all the way down to intramural, extramural leagues, um, as well as uh, one-off events throughout the year where we, uh, we come out to our student population and kind of create that community feel um, in relation to athletics. So we offer a lot of different opportunities for that. It can be anything from intramural sports such as soccer, volleyball, uh, badminton, things like that, all the way up to varsity uh, where we compete in the OCAA. Um, but I think one other thing that they mentioned that I didn't know about and was very cool is that they have live stream of games, which I had no idea that's actually a thing. Um, but besides that, I think a lot of us don't really know that they have classes and like fitness center where you can actually go and have access to like for free. You just have to get the card from the library. Great. So students who, even if you're not on the team, you can access the fitness center? Of course, yeah. So it's all included within their auxiliary fees. Um, and all you got to do is just go to the library, get your uh, your card, and then you come down to the gym and register, and then you're in. And they also have this really great Learn to Play series where you can sign up to learn how to play a sport for the first time. So that's like a really nice accessible way of um, getting involved in athletics. If you're like, I want to, you know, do something fun and move around and meet other people, maybe you don't even have to know how to play a sport. You can just learn. Uh, right there so yeah that's the level I will sign up for yeah <laughs> yeah me too I want to I want to sign up for the foam ball soccer um but uh <laughs> I had I had a misunderstanding of what that was and um I'll play a clip of it soccer what is that so that is um at the waterfront campus since the uh the court's a bit smaller there it's more of like in the studio so we don't want anyone to get hurt with like the regular soccer balls it's uh same as the soccer ball but just a bit softer for so. some reason i was just picturing like a room of like foam bubbles and then, like, soccer, <laughs> that does sound pretty awesome yeah. honestly <laughs> we might just sense? have to make that happen. yeah yeah <laughs> we're, we're gonna talk to some people now <laughs> Okay, so student life, there's lots. I mean, we just had an episode on student life, so we all know that there is a lot going on with them. They're constantly putting on events. They do have a letter of recommendation that they give you if you have done their volunteer program. And I know they're going to do their um, volunteering 101 uh, sessions very soon, which is like the way you prepare for the program and you get started as a volunteer. So make sure that you're participating in that because it's definitely a great experience for like just making friends, meeting new people, but also something to put in your resume as well. I also remember in that interview, um, someone chimed in and he mentioned the uh, financial literacy workshops that they have through Student Life. Yeah. So the financial literacy workshops, uh, well, as everybody knows, if you've listened to our previous podcast, I will be hosting those. And they start uh, May 30th. Um, and uh, it's every Tuesday at 6 p.m. And it's like about like how to save your money and how to invest your money. It's about Bitcoins, everything. Like it's all around the place, but it's very um, practical. And by the end of it, I would actually say that you have a very good understanding of the Canadian financial system. So great stuff. Um, but are you are you facilitating it? Like, are you giving the information or do you just host? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm the facilitator. Yeah, the both of us are like, we are the facilitators. So we actually like talk and teach everything. Oh, okay. But it is in collaboration with like the National Bank of Canada and the Canadian Foundation for Economic Education. So they kind of educate us and teach us and like 
what we should be teaching and the materials and everything. And based on what we learned together with one of their uh, representatives from the Canadian Foundation for Economic Education, uh, we um, present the sessions and at the end we have a Q&A section where we actually respond to the questions that everybody has. Awesome. Okay. And you said that's every Tuesday evening this summer? Yes, every Tuesday at 6 p.m. And it's all online, so you can just tune in from your house. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm Torsten, and I am the Good Food Coordinator. I'm currently through Student Life. So we're here at the Good Food Market today. Um, so the Good Food Market is basically a nonprofit fruit and vegetable market. Right now we're running out of 300 Adelaide. Uh, we operate every Thursday about 10.30, 11 a.m. Uh, till about 3 p.m. And yeah, we basically sell at discounted prices fresh fruits and vegetables every Thursday. The aim is really to make fresh fruits and vegetables as accessible as possible, especially from a financial perspective. So even with our agreements with Foodshare, um, we're actually not, one of the things that Foodshare requires is that we don't make any kind of profit on, on what we're making. It's basically we will we will pay for the fruits and vegetables that we buy uh, using the money that we make during during our market. So for example, if uh, let's say this week's market, so we've already received the fruits and veggies, that means that we'll then pay food share next week using the money that we made this week. So it's important from that nonprofit perspective because, um, I mean, as, as everyone seems, has seen, uh, fruits and vegetables at the grocery store have gone up kind of exponentially lately. Um, so at this point, I'm fairly comfortable to say that our prices are generally definitely lower than what you'll get even at no frills. So. Did you know about the good food market before? Have you seen it before? Yeah, generally, I think it's a very great experience if you are around um, St. James that they are yeah. at right now. Yeah. Yeah. Every Thursday, they're at St. James. And um, if you are there, definitely it's a great, great way of saving money. They have very fresh and kind of sometimes like they were telling me that they have products that are not easy to find like some other, in other places because they're actually in touch with like farmers um, directly. So like very good priced um, vegetables, products, anything. Uh, and um, so why not, if you're there, definitely take advantage of it. And I think it would be very nice if they had it in other campuses, but if you are at Waterfront, Waterfront is 10 minutes away from St. James. So you can probably just, if you have class on Thursdays, just walk there, take a look at the area and see what's going on, but also like get some fresh vegetables and products. Yeah. I didn't get around to interviewing every single table that was there. So there are other, like, I think there was the International Student Center. I didn't get a chance to talk to them. There were some tables that there was a lot of people crowded around. And so I was like, oh, I'll come back to them. Yeah. And by the time I was done, the fair was over and people were packing up and leaving. So I kind of, I did miss a couple people, but yeah, if there's any other things that you might need as a student, like I would definitely suggest going to, the website, look at the current students tab. And also, of course, uh, Instagram, there's uh, pretty much a page for every service, I think, on Instagram, right? So yeah, but I also suggest that like, you can search for a keyword if you can't find it. We have a good search engine on our website that helps you with that. 
but also if you go on Instagram and you're just like looking to find the other Instagram pages from our different services that we have. Um, I know most of you probably have noticed, but like on Instagram, when you follow a page, there is like this little button next to it where it shows like similar pages. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you just go to George Brown College's like main official website, you can probably find a lot of the other services under that and just go ahead and follow all of them because they all have things going on. And uh, yeah, that case, you can just be updated about what's going on. Great. Yeah, I hope this episode has been helpful just as like a overview of all the different services available and a reminder to watch some live streams of Huskies games, go to the library, get some data, some resources, um, go to Peer Mentor Plus. I think it's at Peer Mentor Plus or at GBC Peer Mentor Plus on Instagram as well. We'll put the um, tags in our show notes and get support from other students. There's lots of places, BSSN, Indigenous Mentorship, lots of ways to get some help or just find like fun things to do um, as well on campus. So, yeah. Yeah. And as we always say, all of these uh, services that we have, they're all free right now that you're a student. So take advantage of it now that you can. And yeah, we hope that you learned a few things from this episode and hopefully you will take advantage of all these services. Thank you for listening to this episode and we'll see you next week. Bye.